Welcome to the Why Didn't I Know podcast. This is episode 21. I'm your host, Dr. Jenny Martin, and this episode is entitled Spiritual Awakening and Your Pineal Gland. I want to talk to you today about what is going on on the planet right now. There is a lot of uncertainty, a lot of anxiety, and at the same time, there is something that is happening that has been talked about in ancient cultures, that has been even talked about in scientific terms, and that is an awakening of human consciousness. From a scientific standpoint, what this means is there is more left-hand torsion that is occurring in the region of space that Earth is passing through. Now, I know that sounds really far out, but I am taking that from some of the brilliant work from the physicist Claude Swanson, who has noted that this lines up with some of the indigenous prophecies for this time, that Earth will be lifted to a new level of consciousness From a scientific standpoint, we are now entering that time when that higher frequency becomes available to us. I've been talking about torsion physics on this podcast. You can go back to the last couple episodes uh, to get more about that. But suffice it to say that there is a force that connects us all that is not accounted for in mainstream science. But it is accounted for in science that is researched by governments in classified government programs. We have learned of it from some declassification that has happened, not very much, but enough to know that there is a force that it connects us to the universe. And this is below the quantum level. This is torsion physics. And it runs our bodies. We are more than just a bag of chemicals. We are more than just our biochemistry. There is unseen energy that is running our bodies. We have the access to shift into a receptive state to be in alignment with this higher energy that's coming into our our atmosphere, into our world today. What this means, uh, Claude Swanson has written about this, and he has talked about the Earth and the solar system are in the midst of a, a tremendous consciousness shift that we can understand from a scientific standpoint that the torsion energy, which is the spin of the fabric of space-time, has both a left-hand spin and a right-hand spin. And the right-hand spin is actually associated with yan energy, the masculine, and also with there's more right-hand torsion in a male body. And the left-hand torsion is associated with yin, the feminine energy. There's more uh, left-hand torsion in a woman's body and creation happening when left and right-hand torsion are co-creating. 
So as a planet, and by the way, this also relates to dark matter and dark energy, dark matter being associated with left-hand torsion and dark energy being associated with right-hand torsion. So in the universe, our entire uh, Earth and solar system is moving through a region of space where there is increased left-hand torsion. And, you know, it has been prophesized, if you look at some of the uh, prophecies of even Notre Dame, I can't remember what year in France, but I visited his, his house that still stands in southern France, where he wrote the quatrains. And he wrote about a time when we will move through a period where there will be more feminine leadership, where the female will be honored, where we will have a higher consciousness about the harmony between masculine and feminine. And this relates to going through a period of space with more left-hand torsion. Now, this is available to us all. It's not just if we're female. What more left-hand torsion means is that our level of spiritual sensitivity, which includes access to higher planes of consciousness, and this is without taking any psychedelic, we're going to be able to access the state of consciousness that you would normally have to take 5-MeO or DMT much more readily just through our brain and body. And we know these, these psychedelic substances are within us. The key to tapping into this heightened energy that is coming into the planet is activating our pineal gland. And I realize that there's a lot of information out there on the internet about decalcifying your pineal gland and the dangers of fluoride and all of that. I'm not going to be talking about that here. I'm going to be approaching it from a physics standpoint that your pineal gland is, yes, it is an actual physical part of your body, but it is also an energetic part of your body because at a certain level, we are 99.9% empty space and we are oscillating energy. So your pineal gland is more than just a physical manifestation of you. It's an energetic part of you. But when we charge our pineal gland with torsion energy, and I'll talk about that a little bit more here on this episode, when we charge our pineal gland with torsion energy, that's when our pineal gland is able to be the receiver of this higher consciousness. And why is this important? If we haven't prepared our mind and body to access this higher frequency, we can experience the higher frequency as agitation in our body, as anxiety. But the invitation here is that to actually raise our own frequency so that we can be a receiver of what's coming into the planet right now. So just to talk a little bit here right now about your pineal gland, which is associated in mystical traditions as the third eye. And by the way, I talk about on this podcast a new understanding of Christianity because it's deeply mystical when you look at 
Jesus, Mary Magdalene, their teachings, and you disregard some of the modern day interpretation. But when you look at the core message there, it is mystical. And it's intriguing to me that the Vatican, when I visited the Vatican, there is an enormous pine cone right there in St. Peter's Square. The pine cone is a symbol for the pineal gland. So even today, we're not told that there's a mystical interpretation of Jesus's teaching. Traditional religion doesn't teach that. But somehow there's this honoring of that. You know, this is an unmistakably large pine cone right there in St. Peter's Square. And if you think about the word pine eel, it comes from the word pine cone because the shape of the pineal gland reflects that. And the Pope, the Catholic Pope, used to carry a staff that had a pine cone towards the top of it. We don't know what is being held from us about this sacred teaching, but we have enough science now to decode some of those early teachings from Jesus, from Mary Magdalene, that tell us that there was a real deep mystical understanding here. And it helps us to identify, understand that statement, and greater things shall you too. Jesus didn't say he was God. That was decided later in the fourth century that they were going to conflate the understanding of him with the deity. He didn't say he was God. He said, and greater things shall you do. Now, how can that be? Well, one of the things is this whole axis of the pineal gland. So consider this, there is that part of the Bible where it says the light of the body is the eye. And if your eye be single, it will light up your whole body. Now that can just sound, you can take that in so many different levels, but it starts to make sense when we look at some of the science that I've been talking about in this podcast. In an earlier episode, I talked about biophotons run our body. That is, bio means having to do with your body. Photon is light. There is light that is actually coordinating your body. It's a fascinating book called The Rainbow and the Worm by a biologist who really goes into this deep and talks about your body is a quantum computer. And in fact, she notes in the beginning of her book that Google had a conference on developing quantum computing back in 1995, I believe, a long time ago. And they were talking about our biology as being their inspiration. So humans are looking at what God created or the divine created, the goddess created, as their inspiration to create technology. There is reason to believe the same thing for the internet, that the inspiration for these types of technologies are first by observing what is already happening in the natural world. So back to the pineal gland. In order for us to connect to this higher energy that's coming into the planet, we need to energize our pineal gland. 
when your pineal gland is activated, it becomes a transmitter and receiver of, we could call it subtle energy, we could call it torsion, we could call it chi. It's known by many different names depending on the source of study that you're doing. But it is this energy that is not talked about in Western science, but is this energy that as humans, we have access to, and it connects us to the higher planes. It opens you to receive information and guidance from higher realms and spiritual wisdom is carried by this universal torsion field. So I talk about sexuality on my podcast as well. And it's interesting to me that a woman's cervix, the place that we all, if we come to the world through a natural birth, that we all pass through a woman's cervix. But the cervix also is known in ancient cultures to be a access to a spiritual awakening experience through intercourse, but also through self-pleasure. Either way, activating the cervix. So the cervix itself is in the shape of a donut. A donut is a very important shape in physics. It is the torus shape. When you activate through sexual pleasure, you are sending torsion energy, subtle energy, you could call it chi energy. It's also sexual energy. You are sending that energy up your spine to your pineal gland. So it's cervical stimulation, lovemaking, being in a state of love and pleasure and bliss that brings this heightened energy to your pineal gland. And interestingly enough, the pineal gland has many of the same structures as the eyeball. You know, it is enclosed in opaque brain material. And since it's embedded in the center of your head, it can't respond to ordinary light. But the pineal gland, it serves as the eye for the torsion field. It's picking up light at a very, you know, a much lower level than our eyeball can see. So it's picking up phytons, which is light at the level of torsion. So when the pineal gland is charged with this energy in your body, and it's focused through the use of imagination, we can access this energy in the torsion field. And this is what enlightened people who have walked the earth were able to do. They had activated their pineal gland. And this is how we become co-creators with the divine. There is information now that we have from Gobeki Tepe, which is the earliest known archaeological runes, which shows that humans originally gathered for religious worship, not for any other purpose, but for religious ceremony and worship. And looking at this vast area in modern-day Turkey, what we see is 
incredibly elaborate structures that some we couldn't even build today with modern technology. So this was an advanced society, and they prioritized religious worship. What we see in Gobeki Tepe is the symbology carvings on the stone pillars of a crescent moon shape with a sun next to it. The moon representing the divine feminine, the goddess, and the sun representing the god. So with the other symbols that have been found at Gobeki Tepe, there is reason to believe, there is scholarship on this, that the sacred marriage rite was the religious rite that was practiced there. The sacred marriage rite, otherwise known as Heros Gamos, was the sexual, sacred sexual union of male and female, the energy of the god and goddess joining together to illuminate the individuals, but to bring a higher frequency to the whole community. And what this is, is our original understanding that we access a heightened state of consciousness through sacred sexuality. How were these people able to do what they did in terms of building this structure? They knew the importance of raising their consciousness. They were living with their pineal gland activated, being able to receive higher wisdom from different planes of existence that us today, we are dumbed down, living in waking consciousness, accessing our technology, going on to virtual reality or video games, and that is supplanting our imagination. But to take back our sovereignty means going on a fast from technology periodically and going back into your own experience, whether it's when you're with another person in sacred sexuality or whether you're with yourself and accessing a heightened state. This is what is available to us. We are at this point of being able to birth a higher state of consciousness within us individually and within us collectively, but we need to be aware of what is available to us and then to shift the energy in our body through pleasure, through love, through bliss, naturally sober without any assistance from the outside so that we can organically activate this in a sustainable way. So if we understand what actually happened in ancient times in Gobeki Tepe and what is available to us now, we realize that this is a rewriting of human history, that humans didn't evolve slowly over time, but that we can actually raise to a higher state of frequency and download information from higher realms and evolve much more quickly. And it seems like we're at a point in human history where that is the imperative. There is a lot of destructive forces on the planet today, 
And even though there's some people who are saying, well, we've already destroyed the planet. Now we need to rely on technology to be able to go beyond our solar system and start living on another whole planet. That doesn't give us an understanding of who we really are. Relying on technology to save us, just like relying on a savior to save us, is both based in the belief that we are powerless, that we of ourselves don't have access to these higher dimensions and live in this higher state of consciousness. And frankly, this information has been hidden, whether it's been hidden by religion, you know, with the Vatican, somehow having information that the average person doesn't have. There's miles of uh, libraries underneath the Vatican that no human is allowed to access that are ancient documents that would probably change the rewrite human history. But right now, we have information that is showing up from Gobeki Teple that shows us that humans did not evolve the way that we thought that they did. And it was through sacred ritual, embodied sexual ritual, that they were able to access this. So this is the invitation to us as humans to take back our spiritual sovereignty, to realize that we're tapped into a powerful, energetic universe that we can access through our brain and body. And part of this is what is the vision that we are holding for our lives and for our future? Your imagination, your ability to imagine a reality that is compelling to you, that is exciting to you, all of that is engaging this pineal gland. Your pineal gland is able to bring that into your reality when you raise the energy in your body. This is our co-creation as humans. Faith is being able to believe and see something for yourself, for humanity, before you have concrete, verifiable evidence of it. And you being able to live in that imagined state. What we know from a scientific standpoint is that everything is in superposition until it's observed. So until you decide what your future is going to be, it's still up for grabs. Once you decide and once you have that feeling in your body that this is true, it's only a matter of time if you hold true to that 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 will become your manifest reality. I believe that Jesus and Mary Magdalene were able to operate in the way that they did because they understood this advanced physics. They understood that the disease that the person has, the the emotional affliction that the person has, is the vibration that they're at right now. But it is not a fixed reality that they could hold a different vision for that person. And if that person agreed and lent their faith to in agreement, then it could shift in a moment. There's no time or space when we're talking about this level of energy, this level of existence. Things can change 
instantaneously. And instead of us thinking that God is in the sky, there's a divinity separate from humanity, this invites us to realize the divinity is within us. How we use our imagination, the words we tell ourselves, what we speak out, you know, what we speak about our lives, about what's happening today. All of that is co-creating. It's sending out frequency. It's sending out energy. And we are either agreeing with what we want or what we don't want. We can co-create something that we don't want by continually fixating on it as well. And the reason why we are given this spiritual practice that they knew in ancient times of sacred sexuality is this allows us to temporarily get out of our waking consciousness, elevate our consciousness to a higher state through pleasure, through bliss, and be able to see and download information from the universe that we wouldn't otherwise be able to access just during waking consciousness. So that's the invitation for humanity is for us to grab some of these lessons that our ancestors knew about that science is now confirming and allow us to live not as victims of what's going on in the world, but to take our spiritual authority, to take our sovereignty and create the reality that we want. So thank you for joining me today. Please share this episode with anyone you feel could benefit and rate and subscribe and I will see you next time.